0: This episode of the Forgotten News podcast is sponsored by Studio Sweden Headphones.
1: Hey, Kit. Yes, Jim? Did you know that Studio wants to totally change the way people think about headphones as not just a tech device, but also as an accessory? Yes, indeed. Currently,
0: the headphone market can offer you one of two things either style, or technology. Fashionable headphones tend to lack good sound quality, and high-tech headphones are often bulky with lousy design.
1: Studio wants to bridge that gap while emphasizing their modern Scandinavian design. Studio also provides a product that matches or exceeds the quality of even the highest rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost.
0: Our listeners can use the promo code FORGOTTEN to get a 15% discount on any purchase. Studio also provides totally free worldwide shipping. Be sure to check the show notes of this episode for a link to obtain more details.
2: Welcome to the Forgotten News Podcast. This is your window to hear true stories from long ago. Stories that once made headlines. Stories that people thought would be unforgettable. Yet those stories were soon lost in the sands of time or were buried deep in the dustbin of history. In this podcast... We shake off the sand and dust from those stories and share them
3: here with you, as fresh as the day they were first told.
0: And now, here's your host.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome to episode number nine of the Forgotten News podcast. My name is Jim, and thank you, all of you, for listening. I'm Kid, and I'm here too. We are so excited by the fact that the number of listeners to this podcast is growing incredibly rapidly. With every new episode, we have now reached over seven thousand downloads since we began this show in July of 2017. And, in addition to being thankful for all of our listeners, I am also extremely thankful for the many podcast hosts and listeners who have volunteered their time and talent as guest voices on the featured stories of our episodes. Thank you! But, this episode will be a little different. Here's the thing. I spent the past week looking in ancient issues of my local newspaper, the Cleveland Plain Dealer, trying to find a featured story for this episode with a New Year's theme. And in the process of doing that, I discovered something else. I learned that during the nineteenth century it was a tradition for people to make a short visit to their neighbors and friends on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. This was commonly referred to as the New Year's Call or Calls. We want to give you a little taste of what it was like at the time. So, my co-host, Kit Karen is now going to share a short newspaper article that describes the tradition. The article had the title,
0: Making Calls, In the present day, this would have had the same meaning as making visits. So with that little clarification out of the way, here's the article. We believe that the practice of making calls upon New Year's Day is strictly an American custom, having its origin among the old knickerbockers of New York, It is spread to all the cities of the United States and is an institution which has strong advocates among the ladies and firm patrons in the young men. At a season of the year where in this frozen latitude business is less pressing, it usually inaugurates the social parties and by its promiscuous visiting, its usual freedom from the stricter rules of etiquette, and the general invitations of hospitality, is the occasion for the renewal of old acquaintance, introduction of newly arrived strangers, and the exchange of pleasant congratulations and wishes. The bells from abroad and candidates for the matrimonial market generally proclaim their advent and are trotted out upon the course, tempting bids for matches made in heaven not yet ratified. The competition in the display of food and beverages is great in some places, but this feature of the day is becoming less prominent, and the general participation in the custom, by the old and young, the solid and the sober, as well as the fast and the furious of young America, will have a tendency to make the day into one of sensible recreation and pleasant reunions of acquaintances.
1: Well, Kit, the article said that this was a strictly American tradition, but I'm not so sure whether that part of the article is actually true. (laughs) Definitely. And, in any event, we at the Forgotten News Podcast, after we learned about that tradition, well, we liked it so much that we decided to revive it, but in a 21st century kind of way. So, on this episode, a number of other podcasters, and also some listeners, will be visiting us and sharing either a simple greeting or a story or something else in commemoration of the end of 2017 and the coming of the new year, 2018. And if you are ready just sit back, relax and join us in hearing from these friends and neighbors of ours, as they visit our show on this very special episode of the forgotten news podcast.
0: Before we move on, Let's give a short warning to our listeners. A few of our visitors have a tendency to use words that are much more salty than you would normally hear on the Forgotten News podcast. So please be hereby warned that there will be some segments in which we'll hear a few naughty words. And perhaps you may want to be careful if you're listening on speaker at work or if possibly there are any young ears anywhere nearby. But our strongest warning to you is this. The thing that you will mostly hear in this episode is a lot of nice people just being friendly. Listener discretion is definitely
1: advised. So, with all that being said, I'm with the show. Kit, let's get started.
0: Jim, I'd like to share one of my favorite memories of New Year's. Okay. I'm sure there are many people out there that remember Y2K. People were freaking out because they thought that all the electronics were going to shut down and there's going to be so much chaos. Well, my dad was one of those people. So he bought a generator and food for when it happened. I wasn't allowed to go out with my friends on December 31st, 1999, neither was my sister. Because my parents didn't want to lose touch just in case something really happened. So I stayed home and watched the ball drop with my parents, expecting something crazy to happen. Of course nothing did. So it doesn't really seem that exciting. But about a week later, there was a big snowstorm and everyone lost power. Because of the fact that he had bought a generator expecting to use it for Y2K, all of our neighbors congregated at our house for warmth. So it isn't that amazing of a memory, but it really just goes to show that everything happens for a reason.
1: By the way, later on in this episode, By complete coincidence, we will have someone else with a Y2K story.
0: Our first visitor is Robin, the host of the Trail Went Cold podcast. He is a greeting for us.
2: December 31st, 2017. The clock has struck midnight, so I guess you could say we have entered a new year. Hello everyone, this is Robin Warder, host of the true crime podcast, The Trail Went Cold, a show in which I make the weekly journey into the world of cold cases and unsolved mysteries. 2017 was a pretty phenomenal year for my podcast, but it was also a phenomenal year for podcasting in general. It was particularly satisfying to see so many people who were longtime podcast listeners and fans finally take the next step and start their own successful podcast, including Jim here, who has given us the Forgotten News podcast. So if any of you folks out there have made it your New Year's resolution to start your very own podcast in 2018, then I say go for it, because it's a very attainable goal and will open up so many amazing doors for you. In closing, I want to wish all you listeners, podcasters, and aspiring podcasters a Happy New Year, and all the best for 2018.
0: Our next visitor is... Christy, the host of the Canadian True Crime Podcast. She has a story for us.
4: Hi, listeners of Forgotten News. This is Christy Lee from the Canadian True Crime Podcast. Now, I wanted to tell you about my epic New Year's activities. No one does New Year's like I do. This New Year's, I'll be partying up hard yet again. I'll be toting a bag of popcorn and wine and indulging in extreme couching. But this year I'm thinking of switching things up a bit, you know, to keep it real. Mix it up a little bit. Instead of wearing my faded grey track pants, I might just wear my new black ones. My party goal for this year is to make it to 1030. Cheer me on, guys. Whether you decide to party hard like I do or celebrate in a different way, I wish you all a
0: wonderful New Year's and all the best for 2018. Our next visitor is Jamie, the host of the Murderish Podcast. She has a greeting for us.
5: Hey, everyone. Jamie here from the Murderish Podcast. Here's wishing you and yours a murderishly Merry Christmas. But don't go and murder anyone. Okay, let me try this again. Here's wishing you and yours a happy non-homicidal holiday. Cheers.
0: Our next visitor is Sarah, the host of the American History Podcast. She has a story for us.
6: Hi, this is Sarah Tinsalva from the American History Podcast, and I just thought I'd stop by and wish you a happy new year. On New Year's Day in 1608, exactly 410 years ago today, the first group of Jamestown settlers had just been brought its first wave of food and supplies, and John Smith was telling everyone the story of how he met Pocahontas. I hope your year goes a bit better than theirs did, though. This is a wonderful idea for an episode, and I just want to wish you all the best for your health and your podcast in 2018.
0: Our next visitor is Jeremy, the host of the podcast and Facebook group that are both called Podcasts We Listen To. He is a greeting for us.
7: Hi, this is Jeremy Collins from the podcast we listen to Podcast and Facebook group and you are listening to the Forgotten News Podcast. I just wanted to take a second to say happy holidays and I hope you are having a fantastic new year.
0: Hey, congratulations to Jeremy and Dana-Marie on their engagement. Our next visitor is Mina, the host of the True Crime Finland
8: podcast. She has a story for us. Hi everyone, this is Mina from True Crime Finland. This year has been an important one for me and I think for all my fellow Finns, because Finland turned 100 years old. That is such an important milestone, and even though generally Finns don't like drawing attention to themselves, this year we have celebrated Finland and Finnish people as we should. I feel proud to be a Finn, and I want to share how our society works through my podcast. Of course, there is always room for improvement, but why look at the bad things? Things are generally speaking pretty negative. That's why this new year, I would like us all to encourage each others more and be there for one another. I think the podcasting community does a great job at that. People are really supportive and don't shy away from complimenting others. For me personally, it has been a tough year but listening to podcasts and making my own have really helped me overcome many difficulties. Podcasters and listeners, please keep doing what you're doing. It's important work. This year, let's all take note from the podcasting community and be kinder to each other and ourselves. With that, onnellista utawata. Happy New Year! Our next
0: visitor is Penny, the host of the Murder, She Spoke podcast. She has a greeting for us. Hi, Jim. This is Penny from Murder, She Spoke. First, I want to say thank you for including me on your podcast so many times this year. And good luck with the show. I hope, you, I hope you have so much success and happy new year. Our next visitor is Karen, the host of the STAT podcast. She has a story for us.
9: Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. 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 Jimmy. Jim. Jim. Hey. Hi. You answered. Hi, it's Karen Wiki. I'm from STAT. Shocking traumas and treatments. I just wanted to stop by to say hello. Hello. And say a couple things. I started my podcast back in July 2017. Actually, I started it in February 2017. And finally got it up in July 2017. And I really didn't know what the heck I was doing. So I went on to this lovely little Facebook group called podcasts we listen to. And I started asking a lot of questions. I was a little shy, a little embarrassed. But one person really helped me out answered a lot of questions for me gave me a lot of encouragement and advice and support and do you know who that person was that was you jim you were one of the first people i made contact with and helped me to get things going and to have confidence so i want to thank you so much for that and you have been a support from afar since so i want to thank you you are an amazing guy with an amazing podcast that I absolutely love. So I want to wish you and yours a happy new year and a happy new year to all of your listeners and all of mine. So I wish you all the best in 2018. I can't wait to see what you're going to bring us until then. See you next year. Our next visitor is. Kate, the host of the Strange
0: Animals podcast. She has a greeting for us. Happy New Year from Kate Shaw of Strange Animals podcast.
10: If you make the news in 2018, I hope it's for something awesome. So get out
0: there and do your best to find a Sasquatch this year, okay? Our next visitor is... Jeff, the host of the Everything is Awesome podcast. He has a story for us.
3: Hey, guys. This is Jeff Richardson from Everything is Awesome with Jeff and Casey and Shattered Worlds RPG. Uh, So on our show, Casey and I come at things from different perspectives, have some deep talk about various issues uh, from the light to the heavy. And we have cool artists on, usually a comedian or another type of writer. And we talk about the writing process. And at half the time it just devolves into us complaining about our various mental illnesses. So if you like that sort of thing, check us out. Everything is awesome. I want to thank Jim for, uh, for having me on again. New Year's Eve. For me, New Year's Eve has always been about anticipation, the the thrill of knowing that something is going to happen, even if it's just the ball dropping and a regular day after that. But for me, well, there have been the, the non-event New Year's Eves, you know, with just family or back at the house, just me and the partner watching it on the TV. But when I was drinking real good <laughs> I, uh, I had the New Year's Eve party. It was uh, 1999 so we had, um, we had all our friends over and we're all having a good old time and my girlfriend's having a good time. She was a real pistol. So anyway, this one was going great, but then I got real drunk and real high and basically passed out 15 minutes before the ball dropped. And it's not unusual for me to fall asleep just wherever, whenever, but uh, it was kind of a bummer that, uh, well, it's just how things turned out. <laughs> so yeah, I... I I think New Year's Eve is still about anticipation, but it it's something different, you know? It's not, oh, how messed up am I going to get? Or, like, am I going to get to kiss that girl? It's like, who am I going to be next year? and What is that going to look like? And, oh, you know? It's so much easier when you're young just to be like, well, live or die, party time, you know? But uh, But this one... I'll have my partner beside me and I don't know, listening to it on the radio. We don't have TV, but whatever we do, it's going to be great. Mad props to Jim over at the forgotten news podcast. Uh, is that, that might be what you're listening to now. And if so, that's great. Thanks for listening. And, uh, thanks for checking us out, Jim. And, uh, Hope to talk to you again real soon. Namaste, my friends.
0: Our next visitors are Aaron and Jordan, the hosts of the Crime Crazy podcast. They have a greeting for us.
8: Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New
0: Year. Happy New
4: Year from Crime Crazy. (laughs) From Crime
6: Crazy,
0: Happy New Year! From Crime Crazy.
4: Happy New Year, Crime Crazy. Jordan, why don't you remind everybody what uh, what's really important here?
6: (laughs) It's important that in twenty eighteen, none of our followers end up on our episodes.
4: All right. Well, Happy New Year! I'm gonna edit the heck out of
0: this. (laughs) Yay! 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 Our next visitor is Pernilla, the host of the True Crime Sweden podcast. She has a story for us.
11: Hi, and Happy New Year to all you Forgotten News podcast listeners. My name is Pernilla, and I'm the host of a true crime podcast called True Crime Sweden. In my podcast, I share stories about crimes committed in Sweden, but of course, it's all told in English. But I don't want to ruin your good mood by talking about crimes right now. So instead, I'm going to tell you about a Swedish new year tradition that has its roots way back. When a new year is about to start, a lot of people have wishes for how the new year should be. Nowadays, we have the new year resolutions, and to be honest, nobody ever keeps them. But back in the days, They did, like, kind of a reading into the new year. They melted a piece of metal tin, and then everyone took their turn and poured some of the melted tin into a bucket of water. When the tin hits the cold water, it immediately solidifies into a figure. That figure was then analyzed and read, and were supposed to be a hint of what was to come in the new year. It's kind of a fun thing to do. We've done it a few times in my family. And I promise you, there's a lot of laughter when you're trying to find out what that little lump of tin has to say about your future. Thank you, Jim, for inviting me to be a part of your great podcast. I really do appreciate it. And if you want to check out my podcast, True Crime Sweden, you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for having me and I want to wish all of you a happy new year and may all your dreams and wishes for the new year come true. Cheers! Or as we say in Sweden, Skål!
0: Our next visitor is Krista from the 36 Times podcast. She has a greeting for us.
9: Hello, Forgotten News friends. This is Krista from 36 Times, a Canadian true crime podcast. Just wishing you a
0: very happy new year and all the best in 2018. Our next visitor is David, the host of the Tales from the Fandom podcast. He has a story for us.
12: Hi, this is David with Tales from the Fandom podcast. Thanks, Jim, for letting us talk about our New Year's Eve or New Year's Day experiences that we remember. One of my fondest memories is going on a hike up to Masada in Israel. I was on a tour for 20-somethings to visit the country and experience the sites and locations. And one of the things that we got to do on New Year's Day was do a sunrise hike up to Masada, which is an old uh, fortress uh, for the Israelites way back in the day, way, way, way back in the day. And it actually was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do uh, physically because you climb uh, an elevation of upwards to almost about a thousand feet up during the the trail that you walk up but once you're up there the site is just breathtaking and it overlooks the Dead Sea and it's just was one of those most incredible experiences to do it with people that I didn't really know but that have become some of my lifelong friends that I keep in touch with uh, over the internet and email and whatnot but just to do that and see the sunrise and be in a spot where thousands of years ago, the uh, people of Israel were trying to defend themselves against the Romans was just, uh, is just an amazing time to to do it and to just watch the sunrise and it was wonderful. So thank you for letting me uh, tell that story, even though it's rambly. And I hope that everybody has a great 2018
0: Our next visitor is Lainey from the True Crime Fan Club podcast. She has a greeting for us.
4: Hey, listeners of the Forgotten News podcast. It's me, Lainey, host of the True Crime Fan Club podcast and the We're All Just Pretending podcast. I'm wishing you a happy and safe new year. I hope you usher in the new year with positivity and continue to support great podcasts like Forgotten News.
0: Our next visitors are Jenny and Shelby, the hosts of the Wives Tale podcast they have a story for us.
4: Hi, y'all. I'm Shelby. I'm Jenny. And we are Wives Tales. We are a podcast full of mystery. And
13: we're here. We just wanted to say a very happy New Year to our podcast friends at Forgotten News. And in true Wives Tale fashion, share a couple of interesting New Year's tales with you guys.
4: Yeah. All right. So... Did you know that in Ecuador they celebrate the New Year by burning scarecrows at midnight? What? This sounds really creepy to me. It's almost like they're burning somebody at the stake. That's crazy. But really, they stuff these scarecrows with clothes, papers, and other stuff from the year before, and they burn them. Oh. So it's almost like they're starting fresh in the New Year. Like they're burning all of the stuff. Yeah, it's super cool. So it's not really as bad as it sounds, I guess. It's not as morbid as I first thought. Um, I bet it looks crazy, though. Everybody just has scarecrows in their front yards burning them. Burning, (laughs) burning, like, pretend people is kind of what I see. Yes, But, yeah, I mean... They are basically burning replicas of human bodies, but I mean, what a way to ring in the new year, <laughs> right? yes! How awesome is that? Are you going to burn a scarecrow this year? Mm, probably not. My neighbors would probably call the cops. Yeah, <laughs> probably true. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> okay, well, my
13: little tale is uh, in a small village near Cusco in Peru. Each year at the end of December, people hear fist fight to settle differences and are able to go into the new year with
4: a clean slate. That's a bunch, to, bunch of bruised up people. Heck yes. Heck yes. Like, I mean, the next day, like, you would feel like you got in a fight. You got in a fight. <laughs> 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 this may be my favorite superstition that I found so far.
13: I may or may not have a lot of pinned up anger. So I, I feel would like, love yeah. to be throwing some punches. Especially with this year. Heck It's, it's yes. been rough. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. And uh, after the fights, they dance. So I, like I mean, that. it's like some festival. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that. There's a little mystery as to why they started it. Uh, some say they were displaying their manhood, but oh, okay. Now it's pretty much to resolve conflict. And like some of the pictures I found were like chick fights. I mean, they were going How at crazy. it. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, either way, fighting and then dancing it out, and I'm sure some drinking is involved. Sounds like a good New Year's get together to me. Or, yeah. Pretty
4: typical, anyway. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That sounds like a Christmas at our house. Oh heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
13: yes
4: yes all right y'all well so happy new year yeah. and have a safe wonderful time and y'all keep being dark and twisty for Definitely. us happy new year bye guys bye y'all
0: our next visitor is ariel the host of the under the midnight sun podcast she has a greeting for us
5: all this is Ariel from under the midnight sun true crime history myths and mysteries from the last frontier currently available on podbean will be available on other formats sometime in the future thank you so much to jim for inviting me to come contribute to his new year show as we wrap up 2017 i'm sure a lot of us myself included are very happy to throw this year in the ground and bury it deep. It hasn't been the best year for many of us for reasons I won't go into because I shouldn't make this a politicized episode. But I'm sure that there's many of you out there that feel the same way. It can be frustrating to experience times like these and feel like you've suddenly been thrust 40 years in the past but sometimes it helps to just focus on the things that I can control. And obviously this time of year is a good time for introspection about those things. Now, I'm one of those people that obnoxiously love New Year's resolutions. And it's not that I think that this arbitrary day is gonna automatically turn things around and I'm suddenly going to wake up married to Idris Elba and weigh 20 pounds less, but it's kind of like a nudge from time to be like, hey, you're kind of stagnant right now. You should probably mix it up a little, get outside your comfort zone. So every year around this time, for the last couple of years anyways, I've just started kind of making a list of things that I Not so much want to do this year, but things that I want to learn. And I highly recommend to anyone that likes doing resolutions that, along with the usual ones this year, maybe think about something that you've always wanted to learn how to do, like play an instrument or learn a language. And then at the end of the year, you can look back and see how well you've done. This year, I wanted to start a podcast and... It took about five months before I actually did it, but then I did it, and it was just such an amazing feeling of accomplishment. And now that I've figured out how to do that, I'm just thinking up the next thing I wanna learn how to do this year. Now I'm going to wrap this little ramble up with a quote that I love, and I find it very motivating in this regards. And it's by Robert Heinlein. A human being should be able to change a diaper, plan an invasion, butcher a hog, con a ship, design a building, write a sonnet, balance accounts, build a wall, set a bone, cut for the dying, take orders, give orders, cooperate, act alone, solve equations, analyze a new problem, pitch manure, program a computer, cook a tasty meal, fight efficiently, die gallantly. Specialization is for insects. Again, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this gym. I hope you guys all have a safe and happy New Year's Eve. And let's all try to kick a little ass this year, shall we?
0: going to take a moment to remind you that this episode is sponsored by Studio Sweden. The maker of premium wireless headphones and earbuds with studio quality and a truly beautiful design. If you've ever bought a pair of headphones or earbuds whether they're cheap or expensive and then were disappointed to discover that the audio quality was terrible Or that they fit badly or had a crummy design? You won't ever have to worry about that if you buy a pair of headphones or earbuds from Studio Sweden. Just go to studiosweden.com and enter our promo code FORGOTTEN for a 15% discount on any purchase and 100% free shipping all over the world. Our next visitors are Megan and Allie, the hosts of the Can We Cult podcast. They have a story for us.
6: Hi, Forgotten News and Forgotten News listeners. Um, this is uh, the gals from true crime slash comedy slash not suitable for work podcast. Can We Cult? I'm Megan. I'm Allie and we are so excited that we have the chance to leave this message for Forgotten News. We are here with the hottest tips for 2018 that we have we have created and cultivated just for just for you. Yep. So here we are with our top 6 hot tips for 2018.
14: Yep. Okay, so first hot tip. Replace your small vices with larger ones. So the idea here is that if right now, let's say, too often during the week you go out and have two or three beers, and you don't want to do that anymore, replace that relatively small vice with a larger one like serial murder or starting a cult, mm-hmm. um, celebrity stalking. The idea here is mm-hmm. that those things take up so much time, you'll no longer have time to like worry about smoking cigarettes or having beers after work, you know, you probably won't even have a job.
1: Yeah. So it's, there you it's go. Total time suck. hmm
6: Yeah. What else you got? That's a great, that's a great tip. Um, tip number two, that leads actually into my tip number two, which is um, don't go to the gym don't get a gym membership, um, just run everywhere out of complete fear because something or someone is probably coming for you.
11: Sure.
6: Um, none of us are safe anywhere anymore.
11: Absolutely so,
6: true. you know, screw the membership, Yeah. you know, just bring running shoes with you or learn how to run in your favorite footwear yeah. and, and just run everywhere. Um, out of sheer panic
14: yeah all of your anxieties are real and your paranoia is accurate absolutely 2018 uh also fun hot tip hey put a dryer sheet in a ziploc bag seal that baby up put it in your purse next time Mm. you're out you got some staticky hair it's flying all over the place pop that sucker out rub it all over your head boom no more static bonus your purse smells awesome
6: yeah, and hey, do you not have a purse? You wear a fanny pack. Those shits are foldable.
14: It's yeah, fine. Yeah, you can chew. you can probably put them in a pocket. Oh,
6: yeah, <laughs> you're ready. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of grown men with staticky hair. Yeah, so this is a hot take for everyone.
14: Mm-hmm. Do you have a dog? Does that get staticky hair? Carry it around for for the doggo.
6: Oh, hot you're tip. taken care of. Yep, that's a great one. Thanks. What you got? Um, hot tip number four. Hey, let's stop using lol, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen that meme going around mm-hmm. with a, kind of a movement to stop lol. You know what? Say what you said, mean what you say. Mm-hmm. Don't throw an lol at the end of your texts. Just, you know, maybe use the shrug emoji yeah. a little more often and just stop lolling. Mm-hmm.
14: Mm-hmm. If you said, you know, I think Stacey's kind of a bitch, lol, don't do it. You kn- Listen, we know what you think about Stacy. It's much better with, I think Stacey's kind of a bitch, shrug.
6: Exactly. It's the truth. It's exactly what you meant. Just
14: stand by your word.
6: Absolutely.
14: Um, Which goes right into stop apologizing. This is also like a real not-jokey tip. Really stop apologizing and start saying thank you instead. So if you're late, instead of saying, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry I'm late, say, thank you so much for waiting, or thank you for being patient, or thank you for understanding. Make you feel a lot better about yourself, and your friends will get a thank you, and that's always nice to hear.
6: It's so, it it truly is. (laughs) Um, And back back to the smart-ass tips. Uh Tip number six. (laughs) In 2018, hang up on someone just once Mm -hmm, at mm -hmm, least. mm -hmm. Feel the power. Show your dominance. Explore some boundaries. Yep. Okay, Mm -hmm. and if you've got one of those old Bluetooth headsets that just sits in your ear, I mean, the power of just like pushing a small button right next to your head and hanging up on someone and then going about your day. You're
14: going to feel like a powerful witch. Oh,
6: my God. It just poof gone. Poof. Just gone. And it could be your mom um, you know, your boss mm-hmm. that probably won't go well, but you could do that, you could a telemarketer,
14: mm-hmm.
6: a fucking creditor. Sure. You know, or just someone you prank call, you know? Yeah. Maybe you prank call the corner store just to hang up on them. Just feel it out mm-hmm. and see how much better you feel about yourself. Right. I bet you won't even need therapy that week. No. And, and you know what? When you're calling to cancel your therapy appointment, hang up on them too. Yep. Hang up on your therapist or the receptionist or whoever. Yep. Just hang up. Just do it. You're gonna feel great
14: every time I've ever hung up on somebody. I feel so much better. Just at least oh my once. God. Just do
6: it once. It's great. Just once.
14: Yep. Love it. Yeah. Well, those are great tips. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. really great <laughs> advice for everybody. Um. So yeah, we're from Can We Cult. Um. Happy New Year, everybody! I can't believe the whole year has gone by so quick, but we have had the show has gotten so much love, and we've gotten so much love from our Potter and family, and from Forgotten News, and all of you true crime podcast listening folk out there. Um, what else? We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Um, our podcast is about cults. We don't give advice, so don't let this <laughs> give you an idea of what our show is, because it's not. Um, we talk about cults. We're on Twitter, Instagram, all of that, at Can We Cult. Um
6: hey. Yeah, and we and we love you. Yeah, uh, just you. maybe you've never listened to us. That's mm-hmm. fine. Just know that we love you. We do. We hope you have a great twenty eighteen. Yeah, happy mm-hmm. to, happy twenty eighteen, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and yeah. as we say at the end of every one of our shows, uh, I'm done. I'm completely done.
0: Our next visitor is Emily, the host of the Story Behind podcast. She has a greeting for us.
10: Hey, Jim and listeners of the Forgotten News Podcast. This is Emily from The Story Behind, dropping in just to say, have a happy new year. Hope everyone's 2017 was great, and I hope you all have great plans for 2018.
0: Our next visitor is Thomas, the host of the Physical Attraction Podcast. He has a story for us.
15: Hi, this is Thomas from the Physical Attraction Podcast, and as you can probably tell from the accent in the UK... I'm recording in 2017, just. I'm currently doing a series of episodes over at physicspodcast.com about the end of the world, and so as part of that I was researching previous times people have been concerned about the apocalypse. Listeners of a certain age to the Forgotten News podcast will remember that there was a lot of panic and fear-mongering around the Y2K bug, or the Year 2000 problem, and I think it's ended up being a really good example of how we, psychologically, react to threats of a big catastrophe. For those that don't know, the concern was this, most computer systems had a dating system that used just the last two digits of the year to represent the year, which saves space on expensive computer storage. That's fine when you're talking about 89 or 91 or 99 even, but when the year changed to 2000, it's unclear to the computers whether the year was 2000 or 1900, and it was feared that as a result of this, all the computers thinking they'd been catapulted a century back in time, there would be a massive wave of does-not-compute errors. And of course, no one quite knew what this would do, but you can imagine that even in 2000, a scenario where every computer shuts down is terrifying. Planes falling out of the sky, this kind of thing. And today, with our society even more dependent on them, it's probably completely unthinkable that this could happen. There were dire warnings. The Secretary of Defense even said, The Y2K problem is the electronic equivalent of the El Nino, and there will be nasty surprises around the globe. Lots of cults and conspiracy theorists love the idea of Y2K. If you're into numerology, after all, the turn of the millennium is a pretty dramatic date, isn't it? And many groups were already predicting the end of the world for the year 2000 before even hearing about Y2K, because, well, we just like round numbers. People predicted the end of the world for the year 1000 as well. Now they had a mechanism, and they sent the hype machine into overdrive. In the end, though, the damage from Y2K was fairly minor. A few alarms went off in a few power plants in Japan. A couple of computers were shut down. There were some software bugs that needed to be corrected in a few devices. Probably the worst thing that happened was that in the UK, automated health recommendations on the NHS were sent to some pregnant women. The computer thought that they were 100 years older than they were due to the Y2K bug, so it suddenly sent out a warning saying you're unusually old to be pregnant and telling them about the risks of that. And it's not exactly a great way to start the new year, and it had a major impact on some people's lives. But this wasn't known about until a year after the Y2K bug had been and gone. So then afterwards, there was this huge debate. Most people seem to think, okay, we overhyped the threat from Y2K, and it was never really a problem. Everyone got wound up over nothing. But in actual fact, as much as $300 billion was spent on computer preparations for Y2K in advance of the bug, so there's been a huge debate raging ever since was that money well spent? People find it easier to believe that there was never a problem and everyone got hyped up over nothing. It's an example of human cognitive bias that affects our judgment on existential risks, the hindsight bias. Right now, for example, you might think that we're spending enough on, say, protecting against volcanoes. If Yellowstone went off tomorrow, it might change your mind about that, even though the risk of that happening might not have changed. Equally, take a major terrorist attack like 9-11 There's plenty of evidence that the CIA, FBI, these kind of groups were aware that Al-Qaeda were planning an attack in advance, and everyone since has said, well, why on earth wasn't more done to stop it? Yet we don't know the kind of signals intelligence that they get from all kinds of different groups and organisations. I'm sure many of them are planning an attack, but only the ones that actually plan the attack and carry it out. They're the only ones we remember about, and so in hindsight, they seem to be a much bigger threat than they might have seemed at the time. Hopefully in the future, we can correct our cognitive biases when it comes to the hindsight risk, and make rational assessments of all the risks that we face, and figure out how to price into the system when something is very unlikely, but very damaging, and it might happen. How much is it worth spending to prevent a small risk of the end of the world? That's one of the questions we're going to have to answer in the 21st century. Thanks so much for listening. Happy New Year from Physical Attraction, and make sure your computers know what time it is too.
0: Our next visitors are Erica and Billy, the hosts of the podcast Martinis and the Macabre. They have a greeting for us. Hi, I'm Erica.
1: And I'm Billy. And we're the hosts of the Martinis and the Macabre podcast.
0: And we want to wish all of the Forgotten News podcast listeners a safe and happy New Year's. Cheers. Cheers. Our next visitor is Saeed from the Saeed's Room podcast. He has a story for us.
7: Hey, my name is Sayed, and I'm going to tell you my New Year's Eve story. So this was in 2016. I was in Dusseldorf with my friend who I knew back when I was living in Jordan. So like, my, one of my first friends ever. And so we decided to like just go out to one of the main cities in Germany and party it up, you know? Sorry, one sec. I'm having breathing problems recently. I don't know what it is. But yeah, so he lived in a small village in Germany at the time, and I visited him because I was going to Europe. And so we said, let's go to Dusseldorf because that's the nearest party central place. And it took us three hours by public transport to get to Dusseldorf. We hung out, you know, we drank a little bit. By the way, um, alcohol in Germany is so much cheaper and convenient than alcohol in Australia. ...where I currently live... ...they have these little flasks... ...which I've never seen before... ...because I'm used to seeing alcohol... ...in massive, expensive bottles... ...and over there they have... ...tiny little flasks of vodka... ...that were very cheap... ...so we got some flasks of vodka... ...put them in our big coats... ...because it was cold as shit... ...during New Year's time... ...and we went off to Dusseldorf... ...we hung out on the train... ...I remember one dude... ...on the train with us... ...who was reading Game of Thrones... Nothing that exciting about him, but he was like, yeah, i read 50 pages a day. And that was my attempt at a German accent. Anyway, so we finally get to Dusseldorf. All right, we get there, and we're trying to find somewhere to party. I looked up on my uh, Google... Yeah, just Google... <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say something else, but yeah, just Google. I Googled some places to go, some cheap places, and we went to one of the bars I Googled. That was like the top search result of things to do in New Year's in Dusseldorf. And we got in there, and it was fucking just totally empty. Just entirely. I don't know if I can swear on this, by the way. But yeah, feel free to bleep me. So yeah, it was totally empty. And we're like, oh, great. Do we want to try another place? So we tried another place, and that wasn't very fun either. By the way, props to me, I'm gonna give myself some props for actually managing to get us to the place when it was in, like, German. So I'm navigating an entirely different country, different language, and I still managed to get us to the very shitty bar. So we got there, nothing happened. Went to another place, I think, and... I think we just couldn't get into the area. I remember, like, there was a bunch of police barricades. Cause this was, you know, late 2016. And so they had a bunch of police barricades and a lot of guys in blue uniforms with big guns. Again, I wasn't used to seeing guys with big guns. But in Germany on New Year's Eve, those motherfuckers were ready for, for some serious things to go down. I'll, I'll lower this wearing now. You know, they were expecting some serious stuff to go down. Like Sydney cops walk around in shorts carrying a cute little taser that could probably stun a rabbit or some shit. But no, these guys were carrying, like, fully loaded semi-automatic rifles ready to, you know, do whatever's necessary. So I'm looking at them, and honestly, they're not really adding to the spirit of New Year's Eve, if I'm being real. You know what I'm saying? I did not enjoy looking at those guys. I don't know why they were at the streets. They could have just, like... Perch themselves up on top of buildings with a rifle or maybe like wearing some coats or i don't know some party dresses or some shit like, you know what i mean like just be undercover why you got to show everyone that you're cops it's a bummer you know what i'm saying man yeah. so we walked around some more and finally we were just like you know let's just stand outside on the the dock area we were near the water let's just stand um yeah on the dock have some shots, and just watch the fireworks. So we did. My friends ordered a bunch of shots for us, and you know how much alcohol I've had that day? I literally only had three standard drinks. I had one shot of Jägermeister, which my friend bought for me, and two shots of vodka, which came from the little flask I had in my jacket. And that was it, that was all I drank. However, I now realize this, when I mix alcohol, it fucks me up so much harder. So with those three drinks, I was gone Like I was totally out of it. I was not, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't on earth properly. And so me and my friends, we're going like nuts, man. Like, we're like, yeah, whoa, oh! there's Ave. And we wanted to sit, I now remember one thing we wanted to really do was just sit down somewhere. But all the restaurants were totally full, and like we tried to sit in some bar, and they just wouldn't let us. Like They had their chairs um, locked up somewhere, and we tried to pull them out, but they were like tied together with a bike chain. And they were mad at us for trying to pull the chairs apart. And we may have even tried to sit like on the big stack of chairs but they wouldn't let us do that. So we tried to say, we were tired, man. We were so tired from just walking around for like two hours. And also, the fireworks weren't that great. I don't I don't really buy the New Year's Eve fireworks hype, okay? They're fireworks. If you've seen one firework ever, you know what fireworks are. So we did, we saw a bunch of fireworks, and this is the part that wasn't really the unfamiliar. I've seen fireworks in Sydney, and the fireworks in Dusseldorf, they were just a little bit better. And they ran ran for longer than I am used to. But eventually I just got bored, man. Like, so they had firework, 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 firework. And that happened for a minute. Like the sky was totally like covered in fireworks. And then three minutes later it was just that same sequence over and over again. This pew, pew,
9: pew, pew, pew,
7: At least it was kind of flary. At least it was a lot, because you know what I mean? Germans might, you know, want a, it's an orderly firework. We want exactly one firework. Shoot it up exactly in the middle of the sky next to the Sagittarian system, pew, and that is it. No, they had a bunch of fireworks. They were partying and I was drinking. And I was really fucked up at that point, like I mentioned before. So we just continued walking around, like, yeah, hey, whatever, let's do this, let's do that. Let's see what happens. And then I started running. Like, like just full-on sprinting away from my two friends. I don't know why, but it felt good, man. It felt good to be like almost like a child. So one of my friends wanted to pee. And so when he was peeing, that's when I took the opportunity to run away even further for them. And they were pissed at me because they were like, Say we're in a foreign country, why are you running? Why are you doing this? I don't give a shit, I just did it, man. So I ran, I sprinted, and then I sprinted back to them. And then I, you know, circled around and I saw my reflection in a building mirror. And then we sat at a bus stop and waited for the bus home. And I looked at two girls next to me. And I was like, um, what I say? I said, Hallo, ich bin Seid. I, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I remember that I had like one German phrase memorized. And I kept saying it over and over again to anyone who would listen to me. And they smiled at me. And so I started flirting with them a little bit. But I, I, I wasn't fully in control of my senses. So I don't remember how that interaction went down. They were probably really into me, but unfortunately, I was drunk. So, if they were to do something with me, that would that would not be good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? Is this, are, I don't know if you're gonna use this, but hey, at least you're at least you're listening to a story. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so we get to the bus. You know, bus takes us to the train station. We get to the first train and then I throw up on the train. And it's weird like throwing up when I'm drunk because like it's a totally different sensation. So when I throw up like sober, like you know if I'm sick, I feel it man. I feel it really strongly. I feel like my my throat doing this really uncomfortable motion thing where like where it stiffens up like a pipe, and then I go, uh, uh, it doesn't feel good. And then I, uh, uh. but when I'm drunk, it's like, it's like I'm numb almost. And I'm saying, I'm not aware of the effects I'm having. So I threw up on the train, like on the entrance place, like where people are coming in and out of the train. And I don't remember much after that. I remember little flashbacks because I was, I was forced to still be awake for the whole like train journey. My friends wanted to like take turns sleeping on the train. So like I had to like be vigilant at some point and tell them, all right, we got to get off of this station and then get off at of this station. And what ended up happening was we fucking, we traveled for five hours to get back to my friend's place where he lived at the time, five hours. So like we get on train, Get on the next one. And then we wait for like... we. At some point we waited like 40 minutes in one train station. Again, nowhere to sit. Like there are no seats in Germany at all. I'm pretty sure. So we're just standing like next to a round table. One of my friends bought us... I think it was a candy bar. Or like a drink or something. And so we snacked on that while we waited for the train to come. Just standing there. And eventually I just like... Did the whole squat thing where you squat and it, it it feels better than standing, but it's still like not great. And we got home eventually. So a couple hours later we got home. Oh wait, there's some wind. Yeah, we eventually we got home and my friend made me um, throw my gloves in the trash because apparently I used them to wipe vomit off my face. And yeah, so that was the end of my New Year's Eve adventure overall it was definitely the most chaotic new years I've done like I don't think I've ever like gotten seriously drunk on new years before and that was cool it was cool to go out hang out with my very good friend from back from childhood and yeah so thanks for listening and if you want to hear more of me <laughs> make sure to check out Sayed's room S A E D. Uh. S A E D apostrophe S room. Thanks for listening, guys.
0: Our next visitor is Olivia, the host of the Super Serious Social Justice Podcast. She has a greeting for us.
10: Hi, this is Olivia James from the Super Serious Social Justice Podcast. You can find us online at sssjcast.com or on iTunes or all of your other podcasting places. We are the podcast for you if you are interested in serious topics like race, gender, sexuality, disability, class, all of those good things, but you don't want to feel judged and you don't want to take yourself too seriously. We talk a lot about butts and we talk a lot about farts. Anyway, um, I wanted to move forward into this wonderful new 2018 with you all with a few well wishes. Uh, I hope that our next year brings you hope. But, uh no matter how you have been feeling about this past year, you move forward feeling like the future will be better. And I hope that in this upcoming year you find connection and community. And I mean that both with the people that you know and love right now and with the people that you haven't met yet or people that you don't know very well yet. I hope that in your personal and professional life you have some new challenges that you really get to sink your teeth into And that you get some successes. And more than anything, I hope that you have some delightful podcasts in 2018. Thanks, everybody. And I hope to see you at the Super Serious Social Justice Podcast.
0: Our next visitors are Mallory, Whitney, and Allison, the hosts of the Scary Sisters podcast. They have a story for us. So, hi. um, We're the Scary Sisters. I'm Mallory. I'm Whitney.
16: And I'm Allison. And we're a podcast. Yep, we're a
17: podcast where we discuss horror movies and scary movies. Basically, anything that scares
16: us, we will cover and talk about. Anything that scares us. And I think that's confusing because I think sometimes people think that they're going to be watching, like, the best of best of horror. But, you know... What's oh, scary no. is, like, really <laughs> well, wide-ranging. And even some of the movies we
17: watch, we're not really scared, but they're technically scary movies. Right. So it's, like, yeah. fun to watch.
16: So we come on yeah. every Friday, and um, we would love it if you checked us out. We watch a lot of scary movies. We try to get them from, like, Netflix and whatnot. But the reason we're on this podcast is because...
17: We just wanted to wish all the listeners of Forgotten News...
16: A happy new year. Happy Happy new New year. Year. So one of the traditions of a new year is to actually uh, get together with friends and wish each other a great year. And so we're just trying to do that podcast style. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think, I it's, think really it's a great cool. idea, too. And I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, we've become more exposed to other podcasts. And, you know, we hope Yay. you check our podcasts out. Uh, we decided that um, we're going to talk a little bit about New Year's resolution. So Yay. we could all be real trite and just say it's to watch more scary movies. But I think my <laughs> real New Year's resolution is to... Read more and be more present and try to just enjoy the moment more and not worry so much about the past or the future. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
17: (laughs) My New Year's resolution. I also want to read more. I've been lazy this year. Me too. I didn't even make my goal this year. I know Goodreads makes me feel so bad sometimes. What was like, yours?
16: Mine was twenty five. I didn't even get. I don't, to okay. <laughs> it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about. Well, you know what? I, I, I did two more days. You get to start over. I probably read yeah, exactly. two books. Oh my god! Well, you gotta <laughs> well, get on. That. Uh, now I feel
17: better. <laughs> I don't really like to read. I'd rather. I mean, I listen to audiobooks but I don't that like. To, I counts. guess counts. I don't like Count. to read. Okay, I love reading, but I've been pretty busy this year on other stuff and I need to get back to my roots. But my New Year's resolution is to just not care anymore about
16: things that don't matter. Yeah, I I have a. Oh, sorry. No, I think that's a really great idea. Can you give an example of something that doesn't matter? Oh, an example? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like from today? Sure, sure, from today. (laughs) Something you need to let go in the new year. (laughs) Uh,
17: Sometimes when I'm on Online, talking with communities about the things that I like, like Batman and gaming and stuff. Sometimes people say mean stuff to me, and I
16: take it way too fucking personally. I hear that's you. one example. I know, and it's so funny. We put ourselves out there by having this podcast, and none like I can't handle criticism at all. So,
17: oh, I know, <laughs> like it stresses me out every time we release a new episode. I'm like, ah, judgment. But we're not going to worry not about anymore. it anymore. Who cares? Not going to. We're doing well, I'm going to worry about it until. January first. Okay, so you got. (laughs) So I still have. Yeah, you got some time. All right. How about you, Al? Um. So my New Year's resolution is just to be happier and healthier. Um. I really want to spend more time on like self care and just taking care of myself because I like to do that, but I don't always make the time to take care of myself.
16: We're making the time today. We're gonna go get a facial. What? Yeah. Damn it! I don't get a face facial. We're, we're I far... look like shit right now. I've got like makeup all over from last night. It was just like blah. this podcast actually comes uh, from Minneapolis and Madison, so that's why we're, we're distance recording. All right. So uh, thanks to the listener of Forgo- to the listeners of Forgotten News, um, we enjoyed the podcast. We hope that you check ours out and. We just hope that you have a wonderful 2018 and this uh, SHIT show of 2017 can just be gone. Yeah,
17: maybe in 2018, we'll just be this like beautiful age of
16: Aquarius type <laughs> shit. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> All, right. All of a sudden, the planets align. That would be nice. I, I could really use it. I feel like I'm trapped in a dystopian nightmare. So We are. And it's it's. I was going to say great. It's not great, but it, uh, yeah. It makes, for, it makes for interesting <laughs> times. We should all write a book. All
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Happy, Happy New, New Year. year. Happy New Year. Our next visitor is Michael, a listener and a fan of our podcast. He has a greeting for us.
7: Happy New Year and best wishes to all the listeners of Forgotten
2: News Podcast. From Michael in Coralban, Australia.
0: Our next visitor is Mike, the host of the Weird Sh Podcast. He has a greeting for us.
2: Hey everybody, this is Mike from the Weird Shit Podcast, and I just want to wish you all a happy new year, and I hope that this year is going to be better than last year. I hope you have all the happiness, all the joy that you can find. Spend time with people that love you, people you love, and try to make this one as good as you can, man. Just keep uh, sending out positivity and good vibes to the universe, and maybe it'll listen. Happy new year, y'all.
0: Our next visitor is Sunflower, a listener and a fan of our podcast. She has a story for us. And then I was like, yeah, my gorgeous lips
8: are great. So soft and sweet. Being absolutely romantic and nice. And then he has called me eccentric, being a total ass.
1: Okay, but the theme of this episode is New Year's, and I'm not seeing a connection with that jen i just don't get it so i guess we'll move on <laughs> last but not least
0: we would like to give a shout out to the hosts of the red-handed true crime podcast Although they were unable to make an audio contribution to this episode, that was mostly because one of the hosts, Hannah, was extremely busy helping us with research for an upcoming episode of our podcast. So we want to thank the Red-Handed Podcast for that.
1: Well, listeners, that brings us to the end of this episode. And with that being said, I hereby give my deepest thanks to all the podcast hosts and listeners who contributed stories, memories, or greetings on this New Year's episode of our show.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. And,
1: as always, we would love to hear comments, feedback, opinions, ideas, thoughts, and anything else you might like to say in regard to the podcast. So, with that in mind... Our email address is ForgottenNewsPodcast at gmail.com Be sure to type that as all one word. There are no hyphens, dashes, or underscores.
0: You can also find the Forgotten News Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Just type Forgotten News Podcast as three words into the search box whether on Facebook or Twitter and you can find us
1: it's really that easy. But please take note, our Twitter handle is newsforgotten, and not Forgotten News. So, long story short, please feel free to use any of those methods to interact with us. We really sincerely want to hear from you. Hey, Kit. Yes, Jim? Why don't you wrap up this very last episode of the 2017 inaugural season? of the Forgotten News Podcast. Sure thing, Jim.
0: Bye. thanks for listening be sure to come back and listen in 2018
3: thank you for listening to the forgotten news podcast you will now be returned back to the present day and we hope that we can count on you to join us for our next episode
0: The object of a new year is not that we should have a new year, it is that we should have a new soul and a new nose, a new backbone, new feet, new ears, and new eyes.